everyone. Welcome to Someone You Should Know featuring somebody I'm super excited about you meeting, um, Amy Black from Golden Monarch Healing Center. And I don't know if you remember Johnny and I mentioning um, back in the summer that uh, some uh, of our kids and us went to a retreat for an incredible healing spa, I mean, organic food, just total holistic refreshing um, in Texas and specifically Abilene, Texas. And that is where we were at the time. And so I couldn't wait to get to this point where we had an excuse to introduce y'all to um, Amy Black as well. And I'm going to bring her on in just a minute. But I thought that I would start with prayer right now. And if you have any interest at all in anything related to the family, to healing, to heart issues, relationship issues, um, that's what the Mountain of Family is all about. And we've been going through a series, Johnny and I, on um, our program up for discussion called Echoing a New Narrative. And specifically, this week, we're focused on echoing a new narrative in family. We know that there are so many um, false narratives out there right now that the enemy is is used very broken people. Uh, we're all broken to some degree in various levels of healing, but many have gotten involved in this area of culture and, and been used by the enemy to just spew lies, lies about who God is or isn't and what he cares about, what he doesn't care about. Um, and, and more specifically, um, tried to really redefine what, what started in the heart of God, what is family and who are we each individually? What is our, our identity? I mean, everything from sexual identity to, um, just without going into it, that's not the focus of today. Clearly, there is a need to echo a new narrative in the Mountain of Family. And so I'm excited to introduce to you Amy Black. She and David, her husband, have served in ministry together for over 40 years. And um, I think we'll, we'll hear more details, but most of that time was spent um, pastoring. And man, there is no better place to learn about the heart of God for families than than in, in a church setting. You deal with so many dynamics, the spiritual family and the natural family. Um, and then Amy also has a, a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. Her passion has always been to see healing flow into the brokenness of people's lives, prompting her to begin and currently direct Gold Monarch Healing Center. Um, she's a certified heart sync facilitator. If you've never heard about that, we'll ask her about that today. And she trained under Father Andrew Miller's Heart Sync Ministries, which helps to equip and release freedom ministers all over the world, as well as offer individual ministry to hearts dealing with trauma and pain. One of the things that I love about Amy is how holistic her um, approach is. It's very different than what you would think of with typical, you know, counseling and therapy. Um, it is very Holy Spirit led and very holistic. And so I'll have her share more about that. But let's go ahead and welcome Amy. I'm so glad Hi. you're here. <laughs> so good to be with you, Elizabeth. And um, we're looking for another excuse to come out your way. <laughs> oh, anytime. <laughs> oh, man. We just all had the best time out there. Um, it was truly for me personally, uh, definitely a time of healing and resetting and um, just to have, you know, watch my own husband and two of our kids and son-in-laws get to benefit at the same time. It really helped reset all of us. And, you know, we're all on staff together too. So we have felt the repercussions of that time with you guys and your team uh, in a powerful way. So. So I'm so glad to, you know, Barbara Walters style interview you today. <laughs> um, but I thought we'd pray first and ask the Holy Spirit to do what he does in our time together. The Holy Spirit, we just thank you. Thank you for who Amy and David are to our family and to the world, to so many that have been touched by 
um, the overflow of who they have found you to be. You are such an amazing father through them. And I, I thank you for the gift that they are to the world. And we asked God that you would just orchestrate this conversation that Amy and I have that would um, really produce fruit in other people's lives, that, that things that they hear today, that, that we would have many come away from this conversation realizing the call that they have to this area and that a new boldness and a new passion would come to them. God, as they see somebody who's pioneered in this area um, that's taken so many hits herself, I ask that you would just stir up courage in in people that um, that are called to step out and they just haven't been able to yet. And Lord, just even as we talk about different ways that you've given us um, to bring freedom and to partner with you in our own freedom. We ask that you would bring freedom to people that are listening in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, we want to hear all about you and your journey. Um, I, we just, you know, had a grandbaby over here. So before we got start started recording here, we were talking about grandbabies. Y'all still have six or seven now. We have six. Well, we have seven counting Goldie who passed away. Yeah. But tell us about that's a great way to even introduce the Gold Monarch Healing Center. Yes. As you can tell, you know, Goldie was named. I mean, we did it in honor of her. Her name was Luca Gold. And so, yeah, as we were entering into the heart, the ministry of the heart and um, my daughter called me, she was in Los Angeles with her family and she was just hurting so bad. And she said, mom, something's happened in you. I can tell something's different. And she and I had had some friction in our relationship to say the least. And so she, I mean, that was something for her to begin to see that. And so she said, I might come home for four months to have my second child. She already had one. And so we, you know, held that pretty lightly because she had been bullied here in this school system. You know, a lot of her pain had happened in Abilene. And yet she decided the Lord brought her and her family back here. She put out some fleeces. God met every one of them. And she said, Mom, I'm on the stages of the world. I'm ministering and I can't get to Jesus. What happened to you? And so she said, I want you to clear your calendar, put me on it. And that was a big deal. So I did. I did that. And I learned a lot in ministering to my own daughter because there were times literally when I can remember after in a three hour session, she stormed out of the room. And I learned a lot about what that was and how to relate to that part of us that comes up to protect us, you know? And so I learned so much from those times, but in those four months, and it turned into a year, uh, little Luca Gold was born in March of that year in 2014. And she, unbeknownst to us, did not have a brain stem and um, is called anencephaly. And Mm -hmm. so she was born right there in our home and the sonogram had not shown it. So it was total surprise to all of us. I mean, we had been praying for this baby and I just remember holding her and just say, oh, baby girl, we've waited so long for you. And our hearts connected, even though there was not a breath, there was not a sound. She only lived 40 minutes, but something happened in all of our hearts. And Krista, because of the healing that she had encountered in the months before that, came to me and said, Mom, for the first time in my life, I can go into the pain and through it with Jesus instead of running away. Because that's kind of how we had approached life. You know, emotions were weak. Pain was not something you talked about. You just bucked up and did better and became stronger and tried harder. And so I I modeled that. And both of us could go into that place. And so we we felt her presence in such a way. And as we we were already in the works 
for a healing center at that time. It actually happened very quickly. I had a seed planted in me. You want me to go into that part of the story? Yeah. All right. I had had a seed planted in me on, um, I was just talking to a man named Roland Baker who had gone to Germany and he had dementia. His family had been called in. He was only given 30 seconds. You know, I mean, he could only remember 30 seconds. He was not given hardly any time to live. Heidi Baker's husband, right? Yes, yeah. And I actually met the man later who took him to this healing center. So I got to hear it from two different perspectives. But I'll never forget sitting with him. And he said, I went to this place where they didn't give up on me. He mm -hmm. said, it looked very different than what you would think. He said, I walked the hills. I worshiped, they prayed, they did lots of medical things and something ignited in me at that moment. Why couldn't we have something like that in America? And so I held that and shared it with only a few of my family members. But after Krista came back, um, there were a chain of events that just happened with, within a year that brought that whole this whole place to a reality. It's pretty miraculous. I mean, it is this place that we're in is a gift from God. He literally, I say he literally gave it to us. And when I say that, every we stepped onto it debt-free, fully furnished, everything in place, the team, um, the ministry, it it was, it was. I can't say it any other way. It just happened like that. There were prophecies along the way. There were dreams along the way. I was in Moravian Falls ministering, heart sink, and we were called out by a prophet, Larry Randolph, who I think lives in Tennessee. Yeah. And um, he didn't know us from Adam, and he still doesn't remember this. But he just said, um, you are an Abraham and Sarah. and." High dollar real estate comes and you're in transition and all of this will happen within a year. And he gave us lots more pieces to that. You know, he said, you will go out at night and look at the stars and see the stars in the sky and know that that's the blessing that God wants to bestow on every person who comes to your place. Of course, that's the Abrahamic covenant, covenant that anybody comes under anytime, but I hold it special over this property. And there were dreams that I had. And literally, I mean, we were we were not in a position to buy a multimillion dollar property. That was not we were debt free, but that was it. We were retiring from ministry and that was it. And God literally gave us this place. It was a miracle. It still is a miracle every day. Well, since we're talking about Gold Monarch, why don't you go ahead and tell people like what it is? I know it's uh, goldmonarchhealingcenter.com mm -hmm. if they want to look for themselves, right? Right. Yeah, that's how you, you access it. Um, we are a holistic, like you said in the beginning, because I thought I, I didn't have all of the aspects that they had in Germany. They have a lot of medical things that we're not we don't have in America. But what we're finding is more and more is becoming available. So I just hold my hands out every, you know, at least every year, more like every month and say, what do you have for us? Is there something new that we need to be looking at? But God just told me, bring what you have to the table, just bring it. And so I was in a heart healing ministry, heart sink. Um, I had had lots of experience in town. You know, we had ministered right here in Abilene and we'd had a school of the supernatural. So we, we were in a network of people from all the churches. It wasn't just from our church. And so with that, I had a wonderful friend who became our organic chef, who is a very precious friend and has brought so much healing just by serving you and giving you a place at the table. And you got to experience that. And he, he's, uh, he, in his own wonderful quirky way, he brings something very special, you know, he presents well, he loves well, he, he gets so much pleasure out of you enjoying the food. And so we brought that in and he had to learn that. He, he did not cook that way when we came out here, but he had the giftings. 
And then I we brought prophetic massage. And that's, um, you know, it's very different when someone's really seeking the Lord. And we say that, especially one of our uh, massage therapists, she sees in pictures, she's a heart prophet. And so when she speaks that over you at the end, it goes straight in. It doesn't have to be figured out a lot. And we do things with um, with healing oils. And we also have added um, a lot of other features, like we now have uh, um, the Biomat. We also have infrared sauna. We have a PEMF mat called the Beamer, which is new since you have been here. We do neurofeedback, you know, uh, which helps calm the nervous system and helps as an adjunct to help people get to the place in their heart much more quickly. And so um, it's an ongoing journey. We we used to have nutritionists and I still have some on staff, but a lot of people have already determined their eating you know, healthy heating habits by the time they come here. But we've helped many people with that. We used to have a block where they did nutrition and exercise. And, uh, but we're not, we're not finding that that's as much in demand as it was because there's so much available in that now. Yeah. Especially if you're already, which in our family kind of was already trying to eat a certain way and exercise and you have you're able to keep that going while you're there and focus, you know, you just feel so, um, I, I remember just being able to work out and eating all organic while we were there. And uh, the food was so good. I, I brought the cookbook home because I was like, oh. I remember all of this. Um, and it's a great cookbook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the environment that you've created there is, um, it's just as healing as all of the different sessions are. It's the whole, the whole experience. Um, it's just very clear that it's an overflow of what God's been doing in your own heart and life. And so maybe back us up a little bit. And, you know, we want to spotlight you as someone who is a reformer on the front lines in this area of culture, family, and find out, you know, how did you end up doing what you're doing? Um, as as a healing minister? Yes. Okay. And, well, and as someone who is um, running a healing center. Okay. Well, uh, again, um, it's really kind of interesting. Uh, the irony of it is when we were stepping down from ministry, a bunch of ladies in town gave me um, a big you know, just a luncheon to say thank you. And I said, well, I'm not going anywhere. And they said, well, it's okay. We want to do this. And so they said, what are you going to be doing? And I named all kinds of things. We were traveling the world with uh, world mission, the world race as a coach. We were working with teams and that. I was doing a lot of traveling, teaching about the heart. And uh, we had new grandbabies and you know, all of this stuff was before us. It was a good life. We were we were in a good place. But I had this one little seat. And I remember at the very end of that luncheon and me giving them a little talk, I said, and we are looking at maybe starting a healing center. And sometimes even the name healing center kind of has a stigma to it because sometimes it goes across many different uh, streams. But I just felt led to call it that anyway. And so I said, and as a matter of fact, we're going out today to look at some property. And it's the property that we were looking, that we're now in. And so they all got their husbands and came out here in a caravan and all came flooding into this place. And immediately they said, this is it. And my husband wasn't quite on board at first, but um, I carried this seed because in my own life, I had been abused uh, sexually and I never had a place to go. Mm-hmm. And that's the trauma A that hurts so deeply. The trauma B is bad enough. Trauma A is, you know, um, the absence of what you need in that moment. The trauma B is the actual event that happened to you. And so for me, the incredible pain came because I told and it stopped. And I'm so grateful for that. 
But then I was just left to fend for myself. And so there I am, and I feel like damaged goods, and I'm supposed to continue, and there's no one there, and no one came and asked, you know, how are you doing? I'm so sorry. It was like you're just supposed to push through and act like it didn't happen and go on in life. And so I carry this incredible amount of trauma A. And when you have trauma A and trauma B, it becomes magnified. So there was this sense of not being heard, abandonment. And yet my life looked wonderful in so many ways. You know, I uh, was from a, a great, I mean, it looked good on the outside. And so I began to just, I just searched everywhere and my mother was a pioneer herself in inner healing. So in the early, early days, she was there for, you know, Ruth Stapleton and Dennis, uh, the Bennetts, I think on the East Coast. And David Siemens was my pastor, you know, when we were in seminary. So we, we were there for all of the early years of inner healing when she was called a witch, actually. She was accused of a lot of things but that's the only way she could help me is so she would take me to these inner healing ministers and push me into them but she never could talk to me about the pain and she could never tell them what happened either but it did start me on a journey and later she sent us to all kinds of conferences and things and I did begin to see how Jesus came into those broken places of my heart but we didn't call it the heart at that time it was just hidden memories it was healing of the memories and the best we knew how to do was just find a place of pain and say Jesus would you come here and that's totally a different way than what we do that now because we found if you just get with if you get with Jesus first, he is always with us. He's Emmanuel. And so start that place with him. And then he guides you into the shattered places. Mm -hmm. And so for me, the heart began to bring it all together. So I had all these years in my journey uh, and people would come to me and, and pour out their heart. And I didn't know any, I didn't exactly know how to help them. I could listen. I could attune to them. I could pray for them, but I didn't always, I, I didn't know what to do. So I went into therapy for that, but that only got me a license that it gives me credibility now. Mm -hmm. It's not something I really used that much to do what we're doing now. So how, um, how would you say that your approach is different than, let's say, a therapist or counseling, Christian counseling even? Okay, that's good. I say we, we're looking at probably the most contested territory of a human being in the spirit, and that is the heart. I'm just going to keep coming back to that. Mm -hmm. And so... It, and why is that? It's because our whole life expression comes from this place inside of us. And so if we look at it, I've kind of been pondering just in the last month or so about the parable of the sower. And, you know, that's the kingdom of God that he wants to. I mean, God is the sower who wants to sow himself in our hearts. He wants us to have a hundredfold of what he's doing in us. And yet we all have these different types of soil that describe the different ways that our heart can receive that. Mm -hmm. So it's going deep. With therapy, you're staying pretty much in the soulish realm. We're looking spirit, soul, and body. And so the heart is really the, um, it, it actually takes and processes from the body and takes and processes from the soul and the spirit to give you a belief system about life and how you look at things. And instead of just saying, okay, this is the symptom here, and this is what we're going to look at today, it goes deep to where, 
where was that? Where did that happen? Where is the wheat? Where's the tares? And it's interesting to me that within one heart, you can have different real estate, just like you can divide up land. You can have a part of your heart that doesn't know him. You can have a part that's very, um, that's in tune with him. It doesn't mean we're not saved. It just means that there's parts of our heart that haven't been, we haven't allowed him to come and plow the field. And wow. so, yeah, so I, I've just been, I mean, a wayward heart, I would say, is someone who heard about Jesus, but just didn't allow any of it to go in. And, you know, when you think about that, when Jesus doesn't get into the soil, there is no life. There's mm-hmm. no life there and there's no eternal life with that. And so with this and with the stony, a lot of times we we let him in, but we don't count the cost mm-hmm. of what it's going to be. So the first time we feel some attack or we lose a child or I mean, I just use that one because we lost a child yeah. um, or it gets hard. Then we say, why did God let this happen? How did this and we go into the issues of that. The, you know, the thorny one is more about, you know, we, we go all out for God, but then eventually we get kind of sucked into, oh, but this looks glamorous over here. Or, you know, I could have this and I could have a name for myself. And that's totally, you know, he wants us to stay true to that place uh, and remove those thorns to go into the good soil that does just totally reproduce Jesus. So that's kind of a word picture that I use. And right. what, I love that. what we're doing and with therapy, it was more pretty much, there is a place for therapy. Therapy is very valid. Yeah. I would say after the heart comes into this wholeness, because Jesus said, I came to heal the broken heart. And David said, you know, give me an undivided heart. I mean, the scriptures showed us that we could shatter. And sometimes if we didn't shatter, we wouldn't have been able to handle life. Yeah. Um, So there's a, I mean, but God always meant for it to be whole and to bring it back. And the heart possesses It's the seed of human intuition. So it possesses every belief that we have. We may say we believe something over here. You know, I saw that in COVID a lot. I was actually in Nashville when COVID, when when Nashville was locked down. Mm -hmm. And I was supposed to go stay with my kids, but they were believing all of the reports. And, you know, but the we find out because the heart is 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 either being occupied by the kingdom of God, which is about love, the mm-hmm. kingdom of darkness, which is about lies and usually fear, mm-hmm. or the kingdom of man. And so a lot of times we would say, oh, I believe God over here, but you know, our heart is really telling us. And a lot of people went into fear. So that was a part, a time when we could go, okay, I see that's there. We mm-hmm. teach people that your heart will guide, your heart will let you know yeah. what's happening in the soil of your life. Be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. It's just an opportunity to begin to grow. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. so powerful. I love that picture from the parable of the sower and the different kinds of, of soil. I mean, that, that, that makes total sense related to our hearts I love that about scripture. It has layers where you can apply it to, to different layers of life. Um, You know, help someone understand if they were to come and experience the, the gold monarch healing center in some type of way, because I know that you offer it in different types of experiences, but what, um, in addition to that holistic approach where you said they, they're going to get maybe times of worship and prophetic um, ministry and, uh, you know, the massage therapy that comes with that. And um, and just, I didn't mention art. Behind me, I have prophetic art. Yes. Huge part of who we are. Yes. <laughs> It is. I mean, I, I just remember bawling, crying while I was going through my art therapy session where I didn't, you know, it wasn't about the painting. It was, it was the artist 
instructor was leading us through this healing time while we were painting and it was coming out on the canvas. It was just amazing. But in addition to that, like when they um, go into, for example, a heart sync session or one of the other heart focus sessions, who, um, first of all, who would be eligible for that? Like, who are you appealing to, to come? And because I can just hear like parents thinking of, you know, there would this be a place to send my teenager or, you know, maybe somebody who's closer to our age that's, you know, been through something they've never told anyone else before, but they just know it's just always been there in the background. And um, so who would who would you be a good candidate for for coming? And then what what how would they experience it? They sit down for an hour and you just pray over them or what? How would you explain that? Good question. Um, well, I do believe there's a continuum of the heart. And so some, of course, are going to have incredible trauma and shattering and can be all the way to the far end of the spectrum from satanic ritual abuse and DID, which is multiple personality, all the way down to just someone who just needs a refreshing, but, you know, finds that they're, you know, being distracted in some way. And so anything, lots of layers in between there. And I've heard even PTSD on that. Um, but all of us benefit um, from the healing of the heart um, because I don't know anybody but Jesus who walked in total wholeness. It's ours. If he did it, it's ours. And that's what we're, you know, that's that's what we're attaining to. And we believe as we walk in the spirit, soul and body that, you know, the more we attune to his spirit, that, you know, we have a whole host around us to lead us in this journey. It's really exciting. Even if you can't see them, they're here. Um, but we have we've worked with every age. I don't do as much with children, uh, but there are there is a group in Dallas that's doing a lot of good work in the heart with children. And we have worked with teenagers. Um, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard, I've never told anybody this before, because our whole heart here is just to create a safe place. We value that so much. We are secluded. We have a gate. We shut it. We we don't let just any. I mean, we really try to make it a place for either refreshment. Sometimes people just need a refreshment. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just they're weary. You know, um, or they just need a time apart. But um, I think at any level of the continuum, you can benefit, and we see people at every place. And it's really fascinating because we do these immersive weekends uh, where we just let God choose who comes. There's only five because that was part of our prophecy that five was a very significant number. So we keep it very intimate. Everybody has a place at the table. Everybody's got um, room. They've, they've got their own room. So if, you know, when you're hurting, you don't want to have to be sociable sometimes you need a place to be able to go apart yeah. and so um in that we find like our last immersive it was really interesting um the group that people brought and we we are amazed at how god orders the people who come because most of the time they don't know each other so last group was from every every different state they were from i won't even name the states because i want to protect their confidentiality not that you would know but um and um and as we went around the table the first night we just give them an opportunity to share as much as they want to and we don't force anybody to do anything because that sometimes they have been um you know they're they have not been acknowledged and heard and seen and they've been you know abused in some ways so we say, if you choose to, would you like to share? And it's always a common thread through there. There's always a common thread. And then we watch. I loved how you said this in the beginning. You said healing can happen anywhere. And that's what we say. 
it's not about even a session. It's about just an environment and it can happen in the night because of the prophetic art. We've had people wake up in the night and and they think they're about to go into a panic and they turn on the light and there is a painting. And in this particular case, there was a lion on that painting and that lion jumped off in her spirit eyes, you know, jumped off and the colors went all over her and she was totally healed of panic attacks. So, yeah, so we just say it can happen at the, it can happen at art, it can happen anywhere, it can happen in the night. But in a typical session that you were asking about, we just get with, they don't ever look the same. And that's what I love about this because every heart is so unique. So we're here just to steward his presence coming. And sometimes people haven't been able to even connect with the father or Jesus for a while. So sometimes it's a good session just to get connected. Yeah. And I have the most amazing team. I do. I have the most amazing team. And so uh, another one of my team members was part of the prophecy. Her initials are SS. And the prophecy said S will be very, very important. She is totally different than me. But what God showed us is how important it is for both of us to be a part of the equation and how God uses that. There's not one person, you know, that has the answer, you know, for Jesus is the answer. So we will sit and she may approach it. She's she's got a great sense of humor. She's a lot more faster paced than me. You know, so, you know, you're we're just getting with the father and we're just going with what he's showing us, bringing our personality to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I want you to just kind of sometimes I had. I've had girls who just get with Jesus and we just sat in silence the whole time. He just did it. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, other times it's very, it's more fast paced. We're, we're, you know, Jesus is giving lots to look at and we just love to get you in the living waters and just see what he does. So I don't know if that answers. Is that specific enough? It's very organic. It's very Holy spirit led. And, um, and, according to, like you said, where the person is and how comfortable they are, you know, where kind of where they're allowing it to go. And, um, and what they put on the table, because what they bring, sometimes what they say they need is not where Jesus, it's much deeper than that. Sometimes they're even surprised, but, um, but usually, you know, Sometimes you need to go in stages to get to where you need to go. So we just trust him to do what he needs to do in that time that we have with him. Yeah, I know for Johnny and I, when we kind of compared notes after the fact, um, just talking about it, we both had very different experiences, but both really meaningful. And the way the Holy Spirit directed um, those that were praying and ministering to us was very different, but we landed where we were supposed to land, you know, both left feeling like that was the Lord. And that was exactly what needed to happen for right now in this season of our life. And, um, I, you know, I, like you, I was a, a married to a pastor for many years. Johnny was, was senior pastor of the church, um, in Atlanta that we were a part of. And I remember just the shift from just thinking more like I'm a pastor's wife to God's actually put something in me. And many times it was awkward in the way that I tried to like step into what that needed to look like coming out of me. But um, I've seen this pattern and, and you kind of talked about it, but usually the thing that we are called to like really anointed like it's it's our sweet spot that we were born to eventually live from um is the area that we're the most warred against in mm-hmm. and and I know that you've mentioned that that that's where you've been hit hard and and you know I mean I don't know if anybody's ever had a perfect family life growing up or being on the parent end of it it's just relationships are hard they're messy 
At what point did you realize that, um, you know, God was inviting you to, to spend this part of your life on something that it's not like you were this career woman that was driven to eventually build this business and ministry, you know, specifically speaking to maybe some men or women that are in a similar place that you were just not very long ago where they thought they were, you know, kind of maybe done with a season and a transition, but didn't really know, don't really know what's next. Um, I don't think you planned it this way, but God clearly did. I mean, literally to walk into, I just have to say this part and I'll let you answer the question, but to walk onto that property and into that home, I mean, it's a mansion. It is a mansion and the rooms in it, every single room, every bedroom is just beautiful. I mean, in every way, beautiful. The, the spirit of God is there, but it's just, it's just pretty. You just feel like you're, you're staying at this incredible resort. And um, the way God supernaturally provided for that, it was as if you'd been planning and collecting investors and, you know, you know, and you weren't, but it came together as if you had this long time goal and it finally happened, you know? Yeah. I, I feel very blessed in that. It's kind of one of those, I've pondered this a lot because people come here and they say, we want to do what you do. And I love to help them because I, I think God is doing this everywhere. I, many, many people have, are doing what we're doing now. Um, but it, it really was so organic. I, I did one session with a friend of my daughter's who it impacted him so deeply, one session, and it hit where he needed. And he was um, a professional athlete and making a lot of money and had a foundation. And he found out that I had this dream and he said, I I want to pay for this. It meant so much to me. I want to pay for this. And it turned out that he didn't pay for all of it because we looked at another property and then this one came up. But he gave me a huge, huge lump of dream. And it was like we could do, we could have done a lot, which is what he gave us. Because, you know, Abilene is a wonderful conservative town that it doesn't have high cost of living and so we had a lot, uh, you know, but I didn't, I, I had, God literally brought a lady to me who said, I'm going to cover your back. And she became my accountant and she has covered my back. I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I was on the board of another ministry. It was actually a Irish ministry here in town. And they had just paid a lawyer. I, I probably shouldn't say this, but they had paid a lawyer big bucks to do their articles of incorporation and their, um, you know, all of the that goes with that. And I just typed theirs up and submitted it wow. in Austin, and it worked. Knew it, yeah. I put my name in there, and um, I Holy Spirit wisdom right there. Yeah, I it it happened so fast and so and, and the only thing that was hard is that once we walked onto this property I don't know if I'm really answering your question but um yeah but, but when I walked onto this property the insurance companies wanted to put us as kind of like a mental health facility and they wanted to make me they wanted to put crash bars and exit signs and make it commercialized. And I, I just put my foot down. I just said, Oh, absolutely not. This, the atmosphere of this is so relevant to what we're doing. So they sent a guy out. They didn't know what to do with me. So they sent a guy out who was a safety guy and he was very harsh and he was just making all these demands. And I just kept telling him our dream. And then he, we went and sat at the round table in the kitchen that we all love and he said, let's start over. And he grabbed my hand and he said, let's pray. Wow. And we prayed and he said, I'm sorry. I didn't have any idea who you were. I don't, I've never heard of what you're doing. He said, but I would love to help you in any way I can. 
And so he did send a pretty long list of things that we needed to do for safety measures. But looking back on it, it's of course we wanted to do that. We wanted people to, we wanted to make sure our guests were safe. It was little things like marking how deep the pool was and putting in, you know, emergency lighting and, you know, making sure that the alarm system was working and, you know, those, I mean, it, it, we just needed to activate it. So that was the hardest part. And um, insurance doesn't, they, they are very harsh with us. They charge us exorbitant amount because they can't, they don't know how to trust what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. But, but God provides, yeah. I mean, he has been above and beyond. And one day I was, I was, you know, writing a huge check and kind of thinking, oh my God, he said, Amy, it's always there. And that's all you're to look at and thank me that it's yeah. there. Because, you know, when we get, you know, when we get our hearts lined up, I, I tell people I could not have believed for this place. It would not have happened had I not done the hard work. I mean, all of the years of the inner healing, yes, played into that. But the healing of the heart is what what brought me into a place where I could even say, yes, I can do that. Yes. And, um, you know, it, it's been a little bit of contention with my family because it's like you're not available like we would like you to be. <laughs> you know, what about the, our kids? And so we really are working hard. We, we work our calendars very hard to keep it clear so that that we're available for the special celebration events and in times that we can be together. Yeah. That's so good. And that's, that's a, that's a challenge for all families that, that uh, are, I believe kingdom focused because there's always more than enough work kingdom work to be done, <laughs> but our commitment obviously is to our family first. And um. So it's that balance, but I just, I, I just love how, like, if I step back from this just a little bit and see the heart of our father who, I mean, he wants, his heart is that we would all experience him as father and a healthy family dynamic to, to know um, even what spiritual family was meant to be like. Like that's like the first area we, we were meant to be safe and protected and experience who, who the Trinity is that swirl of love between the father, the son and the Holy spirit. And so of course that's where we all get initially attacked is in that first experience in our natural families. Um, And so it's really just like any area of culture because these are the areas where we're meant to receive the tangible expression of the kingdom of God, the king's better ways of doing things. Um, he's waiting for each of us to, first of all, receive a healed perspective of who he is in the area of culture that we're called to impact. And you can see his patience with your process of, you know, having to, as a father, see you, I'm sure, have to work through your own pain, your own healing. And, you know, I mean, you weren't like 30 years old and here we go, let's start a ministry, a healing ministry. You know? <laughs> we would have drawn this up differently, but you see his patience with getting you to a place where you could say yes to what was on his heart all along that the enemy came against from moment one in your life. That's good. And I couldn't have said that better. Yeah. But you are, you know, you are in your sweet spot and um, you know, none of us have arrived and you're still learning and growing yourself and learning and growing the ministry. But now mm -hmm. I think about how the father's, our father's um, desire has been met because you've been willing to say yes over and over and over again. Hmm. And now, I mean, who knows? You can't, there's no way to quantify the amount of people and the number of families and the repercussion of relationships healed 
because of the people that have received ministry from you and your team. And it's, it's always bigger than we can see. And plus you're too busy doing it to try to track it, you know? Yeah. I know you told us a lot of stories without naming names when we were there and it was just one after another, after another, that, that was healing just to hear that. And so thinking about the mountain of family and knowing that, um, you know, there, there are a lot of Amy's out there, you know, who are, who are in various stages of saying yes to the father. And what would you say to someone that has, you know, an anointing for healing, whether it's somebody that's called to be a doctor on the mountain of family or a stay at home mom who's wanting to start homeschooling or, um, you know, a man who's called to pastor a church. These are all aspects of the mountain of family. Um, what would you say to them in, in um, just out of this stage in your life, looking back on things that you went through that allowed you to be doing what you're doing? How would you encourage them? Well, I was such a person of... Um, striving and function that I had to really hit a season in my life where I just kind of laid out before him. And so that is what I keep coming back to. I mean, just soaking in his presence. And so every day what I do, I would just say, no matter where you're coming from, I, I just, I keep hearing in Christ, you know, how do I do, how do I operate from that place in him. And I, there's a teacher that I've been listening to lately. His name is Dan Duvall. And he talks about how, okay, so we're the little box. Jesus is the big box. So we can see how we go in him, but how does he go in us? Hmm. And so the re the answer is because Jesus is a realm and a person. And so we carry this realm of him. And I, I, you know, when we walk into a room, our brain only goes just so far, but our hearts go feet, like 12 feet into the room. And so everywhere we go, we're impacting with the realm of the kingdom, with the realm of Jesus through our hearts. It has to be. That's why it's so important for the healing of our hearts. And so the impact becomes greater and greater no matter what we're coming from, we're, we're overlaying, we're overlaying the culture around us that shows values that are far from kingdom, that are far from kingdom. And so I would just say, um, just practice every day what it means to be in that realm in Christ, you know, like Paul talked about. You know, we are in him. We are seated with him. How are we expressing that? And I know that's a little more of a spiritual answer than a practical, but that's where really I've had to come back to. I, I could give lots of technical things, but um, that's the greatest thing that I have found. I mean, sometimes when we have an event here and there was a specific event where I lost a, a very strategic team member that was going to be on for that weekend because of a death in her family. And I just went before the father and I, I, I just said, you know, I want everybody to have the gold monarch experience, um, which, you know, goes back to the, the, the butterfly, you know, the transformation as well as our granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And he, I said, but would you just charge this place in me that I walk with you? Charge it with the seven spirits of God, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. This, you know, and, and then what part of Jehovah, what is what name of Jehovah do I need to carry? So I may stay with Jehovah Shama for weeks, his presence. You know, thank you. I'm walking in that place of your presence. I try to activate and manifest that in every way that I can think of. I mean, even right now, as I'm saying it, my hands just start tingling because I'm a feeler, you know, more than a seer. But in my mind's eye, I can begin to see that. And, and so I am just 
I, I'm encouraging anybody in the healing you know, profession and on the mountain of family, because when my family gets a mess and it can be, you know, I had a family member get really angry with me this week and, you know, it was not pretty and I was sad and I may have had it coming. I, I'm, I'm going to take time pretty soon to look at it and see, you know, what did I say? You know, but I love to just take that realm and just put it over. And just say, show me, show me and bring your, you know, bring what we need in that moment, because there's still some wounding there. There's still some things. And so it's I don't know that in Christ is where I've just kind of been parked, you know, to bring that to the mountain of family, because when we become mature enough, sons and daughters, I mean, it will when we bring that realm, it it will change everything. If we had a, even a small company of mature believers, yeah. so I think, okay, whatever it takes, you yeah. know, how hard, no matter how hard it gets, yeah. let's stay the course. And, and in him, I just keep thinking in him, I have access to every, everything of heaven that, that we need. So the flow of finances, the flow of health and healing, the flow of relationship, you know, so yeah. I, I, I don't know if that. It's so good. It, I mean, it, it just couldn't be more true. I mean, if the statement is true, hurt people hurt people, yeah. then certainly healed whole people heal and help others get whole. And we can't give away what we don't have. And what do we have to give away? It's him. It's his kingdom. Yeah. It's, it's what he's like. How is he? Who is he and how is he? And more yeah. than it's trying to talk somebody into something, it's bringing, like you said, that realm with you. I mean, you say your heart goes 12 feet into a room. I remember when we first got there and we got a, a part of y'all's teaching on that. And it was just, it was just so revelatory to hear that I never thought about that but you know Jesus's shadow or was it no Paul's shadow whose shadow healed somebody Peter somebody Peter, somebody, yeah. somebody got healed from, from somebody's shadow there is an aura that you know yeah. we hear new age yeah. people talk about we get offended but the truth is we do we do project who we are into the room into the atmosphere that we're in and that we help create and hosting and stewarding God's presence, Christ in us, like you said, um, clearly that's what God is financing. I mean, yeah. that's what he financed. That was your, you did some other things, but, but that is your, um, that's the heartbeat of who you are and who you've been for years and that's what he chose to finance and, and give you what you needed to do to, to do what you do. It's it is it tells us a lot about who our father is. And um, it's good. I know we could talk a whole lot longer. <laughs> is there yeah. anything else that you want them to know about um, about you, about the healing center? Um the painting behind you. <laughs> oh, I would love to say I did choose this as my backdrop today because of um, a dream that I read about that a lady had. I think her name is Gina Golston of how she saw in a dream that the eagles coming, you know, to, to the earth to bring the revival and how there are you know, Asbury Revival has broken out in the last week. And now I've heard of four or five others. And I just felt so expectant about, you know, that. And I thought this, this is my dear friend, Latimer Bowen from Project 7 Billion. And um, she painted this. It's huge. It's a lot, lot bigger than what you can see. And it actually covers the earth and has a wave and, you know, a vortex. Wow. It's just a fabulous painting. And I just thought it's so relevant for what we're believing for and experiencing. And um, I just think it is the greatest day to be alive. And do you feel hopeful about this area of culture? I do. I do. I, 
I, I just believe as I just step into what he's given me. And I did have a lady one day call me out. You know, I thought I was, you know, kind of in the back. <laughs> they brought me to the front. She said, I just see you with hearts, just healing hearts. She says one after another, after another, after another. And of course, my heart too is to raise up more. And I know other people who are, it's exponentially beginning, you know, to happen more and more. I am feeling led to go to places that we've never looked at before, you know, in the, in the realm of family, in the realm of ministry. But um, uh, so we're going to look at some hard things, but I have so much hope. I have so much hope for the family to be restored. I do. I feel it. I, I, um, I stay in that place and, um, I'm learning, I'm learning new stuff every day about how to come against what we're seeing as the values of our culture that are so disturbing. Yeah. And there's boots on the ground things and there's spiritual things. And yes, I'm, I'm believing very big for the, for the future of the mountain family. I so appreciate you and David and your, um, your stability in in Christ and in Scripture, and it it's just a perfect blend of being open to the new and kind of more out of the box ways that God can bring healing. I know that's one of the first things y'all taught when we got there is that there's not like just one way, you right. know, there's many yeah. modalities, and I think. Um, the Western church is becoming more and more open, sometimes too open. And there's where that balance comes in of, of scripture. And I just want to say that for the record, Johnny and I really trust and respect um, where you guys are theologically and yet your openness and willingness to allow the Holy Spirit to show you some of the, the things that the body of Christ hasn't, you know, maybe been willing to do before just the simple thing of the the prophetic massage. I mean, that that's so powerful and using the prophetic art um, and heart sync. I mean, there's still so many believers that have not heard of, of that, you know, healing tool. So thank you for y'all's, you know, the way that you're serving and loving the body of Christ. Um, so if someone wants to come and receive ministry, what would be the first thing they would need to do? Besides, go to your website. Yeah, just contact our website. It um, actually, we we have two, but best one info at goldmonarchhealingcenter.com. Okay. And Angela will meet you there on the other end, and she loves she loves well, and she will help you uh, to find what would work best for you. Whether it be an online session or coming here or having. Just a, we have a Sela cottage, which is just rest and refresh apart, you know, that uh, Eddie can put food in there for you or you can cook yourself and you can have a custom package here or you can sign up for one of our events. And we really offer a variety of things that we hope, you know, ministers directly to what your needs are and what, you know, sometimes finances or time. So it's. It's it's just really exciting. It's always different around here every day. So. Well, that's awesome. Okay, we'll put the link um, in the description of this video so people can can easily find you guys. And well, thank um, you. Would you mind just praying, especially for those that are um, called to this area of culture? Oh yes, I'd love to. So, Father, I just thank you. I'm so honored to be here today with Elizabeth. And Lord, we just um, we just we just speak to the hearts of all of those who are feeling called to come into this area of healing in this family mountain. And Father, we thank you that um, you gird them up. Father, just just put your host around them and give them clarity, Father. And I just I just want to speak to their hearts to say, rise up. I hear the Father saying, yes, yes, 
Yes. And Lord, we just thank you that you will show them how to step into this, that you will lead every step, that you will provide, that you will open the floodgates of heaven to provide in every way, Father, for them to um, receive what they need to reach out to make a way for others to come. And Lord, we do call in, Father, the broken and those that are just crying out and saying, I wish I could come. Lord, we just thank you. We just ask that you would make a way. And Father, we do. Um, we just say thank you that you are a father who constantly woos us and loves us and calls us unto your, your heart. We just love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I forgot to mention that um, Amy is one of our um, contributors to Restore 7 TV. She's working on a series right now. So at some point you'll get to um, see some of her programs and hear her excellent teaching. So we're excited that you wanted to be a part of that. And honored to be asked. I really am. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Amy, and um, everybody be sure to go and check out their website, and we'll see you next time on Up for Discussion. Mm -hmm.